Hey guys, it is Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Looking for a gift for your loved one for Valentine's Day? Well, might I suggest something from Leon Tailoring? Maybe a nice jacket, nice coat, you know, a pair of pants, slacks, or perhaps maybe even a Leon Tailored gift certificate. That's right. That way they can go and get exactly what they want, and it'll fit just perfectly. So whether something ready-made or custom-made or tailor-made, you can get over to Leon Tailoring. What better way to show that you love your loved one than to get them something over at Leon Tailoring? So swing on by and tell them Abdul sent you. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, and downtown Indianapolis. Well, folks, life in Indiana's 5th Congressional District is getting interesting, to say the least. And so join us on the news line to talk about uh, her decision to uh, exit the race and re-enter the race and what was what's been going on in Congress is Indiana Congresswoman Victoria Sparks. So, Congresswoman, as always, thank you very much for being with us. Always good to chat with you. Always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. So let me ask you this. Why, in the name of God, would you want to go back to that swamp? I hear you. Listen, uh, it's a great honor, huge responsibility, and I don't take decisions lightly. And I felt I've done a lot of things. I needed to take time off. But talking to people on the ground, doing town halls, and really understanding what the challenging times are and understanding what's happening this year, what didn't happen that was supposed to this year, I feel I need to give people a real choice as somebody who has not tried to get government money to his business or just moved into the district to try to, you know, just suddenly became a Hoosier, you know, and so somebody just tried to use value, conservative values to promote their own agenda, but actually give a choice to somebody who actually does care about the people and willing to win for them because we are truly in trouble. So I felt, you know, people need, voters need to have a choice and, you know, and if it's up to the people and God, and I cannot abandon the republic right now. Uh, walk us through your walk us through your thought process. Who did you talk to? I know uh, you and I chatted chatted via text message. I know uh, I know you chatted with your family. Walk us through your thought process to get back in the race. I'll be honest with you. I had a lot of people upset, you know, the whole year because I do actually one of the only politicians that goes on the ground and does town hall and talk to people and actually meet with people, you know, because it's a representative, not just living in D.C. or trying to, you know, and unfortunately we don't have very many representatives. Even all of the issues, we have two state representatives that never even meet with people and they even come to me to state issues. So I know what's happened on the ground. And a lot of people were upset. And it's a difficult decision. A lot of people don't understand. It's hard to be a mother. It's hard to be in a tough politics as a woman and have a family and kids and young kids and make sure that I win for the people. So I felt maybe it's the time for me to regroup or invigorate, you know, and a lot of people took that decisions in some way, you know, that, okay, we understand you. We wish you would do something you know, in politics for a little longer. So it was a very difficult one for me. And I actually decided since I don't do like most politicians that raise a lot of money and then make an announcement, I think it's unfair. So I said, you know, I'm not going to be doing that. I need to decide early in the year and not raise money if I'm not going to run. And I kind of look at things and I talk to my kids and I said, no, I'm going to take time off and uh, concentrate on delivering on some big issues. I've fought so much to put some issues on the, t- on the table, including our spending and debt. We actually would just be able to get, you know, debt commissions through the budget committee and its own agenda. I haven't been on agenda 
for decades now. I fought very hard to move some border security in dealing with cartels and have them, you know, identified as foreign terrorist, terrorist organization. And, you know, unfortunately, Senate is folding on this issue. I fought very hard to have better foreign policies and oversight that not wasting money overseas and do much better. And I fought very hard to change the rules. And with Speaker McCarthy, I had to make a lot of hits on him and vote against Republican rules to change some rules because he didn't want to govern, you know, and it was not easy because people don't understand how hard it is to come up to the Speaker of the House and force him to do something where he committed to get some stuff done. But with some of my colleagues, it was too late and they really took him out. And now we have a new Speaker that we're also trying to put pressure to do better, which he inherited a lot of stuff. So I did a lot of battles, and some things were supposed to happen in January. And unfortunately, I could see now everyone pondered these issues even further in March. And I understand politics. Nothing is going to happen productive the rest of the year. It's a campaign. It's a hunting season. <laughs> so unfortunately, this Congress was wasted with a lot of things. But I think it's also, you know, unfortunately, you know, we're fighting the machine and hopefully American people wake up and have a new president that actually wants to govern for the people because we have real big issues and hopefully we'll have Republican Senate and president. And a lot of my colleagues and conservatives want me to also be there with them to help win for the people because I just said again there is no lobby for the people and people who actually willing to make tough fights and win on them. Our guest on the program today is Indiana Congresswoman Victoria Sparks. Talk about her decision to re-enter uh, the race after announcing uh, last year that she would not be running again. Uh, Congresswoman, uh, what does this mean uh, for your actual race? Uh, obviously, uh, like I said, you, you got out, you got back in. Uh, lots of folks have filed. Uh, Chuck Goodrich, Raju Chinthala, uh, we're going to be spending, spending lots of money. Uh, what, what do you think your chances are, are of actually getting reelected? Well, listen, I think, you know, it's ultimately competition is good, but, you know, we're going to release some quick poll, and it definitely people have a lot of trust and support in me. So I think they will have a tough races, you know, to prove that suddenly they are conservatives, never been in the trenches, but they will go a lot of slam with a lot of mud, but that's just how it is. And I was surprised how quickly they started attacking me, and that's fine. You know, I, I've been, you know, listen, I went through a lot of races, and it's not going to deter me, you know, from doing the right thing for the people and not worrying about what they do, and they should really try to make their case what they have ever done. You know, it's kind of interesting. I hope voters will start paying attention. You know, and some of them are good people, and they have, like, no chance to win. The most people that are actually not bad in that race have no chance to win. And I'll be honest with you, because they've never really been in this trenches of tough fights, you know, and some people, they have their own agenda. And but that's OK. You know, competition is good and we need to have choice. And honestly, I'm in the way that, you know, I just want to make sure that, you know, people have a choice. And if people and God decide that somebody will serve better and fight better for them, you know, my my daughters would be pretty happy. Let me tell you one thing, you know, and I that's something, you know, but I just don't want to look back and think, you know, I really let my people down and really in this important times didn't give them a choice for someone who actually cares and done it and knows how to do it. I put bills on the floor that never seen 
the light of the day for decades now and a lot of issues because this is so tough. Money is so brutal in Washington to see go against the machine, whether it's on healthcare monopoly machine, where the big ag monopoly now controlled by China and Brazil. You know, I got a lot of national name ID in the tax. So they definitely tax will be common, but it makes us strong and people need to decide. But I want people to have a choice because unfortunately we don't have too many good people in politics anymore and maybe at some point in life i'll spend a little bit more time to help some good people to be able to really true people that believe in in the people and issues actually to be able to win in these races indiana congresswoman victoria sparks are with us on the program day the congresswoman announces she's getting back in the race uh for uh congress uh congressman before we change gears a little bit uh have you done any 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 polling or or talked to any you know, precinct committee people or, or those folks uh, about your decision to get back in? Yeah, I talked to some people and I mentioned some. You know, I mean, I you know, I generally said a few things. You know, in the fall, I mentioned to some people, put in some people that run in for the seat. That you know, depending on what's happening in uh, January and if nothing has happened, I'll think hard what to do. But going to this recent town halls, I really decided to think hard about it. But I'll be honest with you and a lot of people, and I understand, you know, uh, you know, they're very, you know, they, you know, they are generally very frustrated with stuff and these people had to campaign and will release some poll and most of them didn't get a lot of tractions and they have a lot. Listen, I give them plenty of time. It's not like they just suddenly, you know, now I have to figure it out, and it doesn't seem like a lot of them were able to advance, you know, and if they believe, you know, they can advance further, let them make the case. Let's show that what they've done and let people make the choice. So, you know, and I don't think we, we're going to release some rough numbers, but I definitely have a very solid lead, and that will take them a lot of lies and a lot of money for them to actually convince conservatives that I've been for decades now in the trenches with and fought on issues that somehow I am not. I am probably one of the most determined people. I pick my hills to die on, but I take them. And there are a few of them that I have left which will take Republican presidents for me to take, and I need to take them for the people. You know, so I'm extremely determined in anything I do. I never wobble, and, you know, and I, I take, you know, I take things, you know, uh, you know, with big responsibility to, to accomplish and results, you know, and results is something very uncommon in Washington, D.C., and I have to really have more people around me, and I think we'll have, um, you know, some better people, uh, hopefully, in uh, Washington, D.C next uh, Congress to work with. Uh, any more concern of uh, your decision to get back in the race may impact you in the general election? Obviously, uh, the 5th District is a little bit more Democratic than it was in times past. Well, I don't think Democrats will want to go against me again. We had a 32 million general in much tougher district than I won. Probably other candidates would be a little bit, you know, a lot of, you know, very uh, arrogant uh, guys there that, you know, would be, it was, you know, if you look at their bias and, you know, I, I really don't want to, even if they attack me, I'm not going to do it. But, you know, they have a lot more material on them to be able to make their case. You know, it looks like they have a female candidate filed for a reason, you know, and I think that is something that, um, you know, probably was working, uh, spending so much money against me in 2020 and not be able to win I don't think this race with me, you know, being on the ticket is something that will be very attractive for Democrats because ultimately, 
you know, I, uh, as, as a mother, as a woman, I actually been in a lot of, you know, issues that's important for districts and important for all diversity of this district. And this district is very diverse. It's not as bad before. It was in 2020. It has a suburban and urban areas with different issues, variety of constituency. And I work on all of this issues, which are very difficult, whether it's education and border security economy and fiscal issues. And, you know, I evacuated people from Afghanistan and Gaza. I dealt with wars. And this is a lot of it's a great big scope of work. And, um, you know, I hope we'll have some more people in D.C. that care about that, you know, in energy. I mean, honestly, I, I really would like to have a president that wants to work with me on some of these issues. And I think we will have a president who actually cares and really align health care. Listen, we actually will be able to pass through the House through a lot of my work and big fights on price transparency, which is really will be so important. But Senate is not going to do it and president is not going to do it. And President Trump, I think he will be president, will be our nominee. He's great on that. He had good people working on that. So I think having a life that will be accomplished really a lot because, unfortunately, I don't think we're able to win against this very powerful machine right now with where we are as Republicans. Indiana Congresswoman Victoria Sparks with us for a few minutes on the program today. Uh, Congress, we want to talk about a couple uh, big uh, votes that took place uh, in the House of Representatives. Uh, there was a board, there's a vote on uh, impeaching Homeland Security uh, Director. Uh, that went down. Uh, also, uh, there was another vote uh, that went down uh, as well. Uh, is what, what does this say about uh, House Republicans, Speaker McCarthy? I'm sorry, not Speaker McCarthy, Speaker Mike Johnson. What, what does this say about uh, how House Republicans are running things these days? Well, listen, uh, Speaker Johnson inherited a mess from Speaker McCarthy because Speaker McCarthy at the last second didn't really want to govern. I think at the end, that's why I decided to give him a chance. He'd understood seriously how important to deal with some issues. But some of my colleagues believe that, you know, we, you know, that otherwise, which is we have a new speaker now who inherited a lot of issues and he's really not used to that, you know, and I think he needs to start listening more to conservatives to know, that know how to fight the fight. And I always kind of joke, I said, at least one thing, you know, Speaker Pelosi was good at, he still knew how to count. Okay. So I think it wasn't very wise decision for him to put things on the floor where they could have waited when Steve Scalise is back and we would have the vote and the same, you know, just we shouldn't be politicizing uh, aid to Israel. Israel is a very important ally for us in the Middle East. The situation can turn in very serious situation. And I think we should stop playing politics, but start really taking this issue seriously. We will have just had Americans that were killed in the Middle East and it will get worse if we don't deal with that. So I think a lot of conservatives had concerns what he how he decided to do it but ultimately each speaker has to be responsible what he's doing and that is you know how up to him how to justify that but i don't think it was very wise and actually before the vote um some of my fellow conservatives and i actually had a very tough conversation convincing him not to do it uh, and he still decided to go ahead. Well, people will have to decide what they think, but I truly think, I hope we'll, he will learn from that. I truly think it was a mistake. Uh, our, our House Republicans uh, divided more so than usual. Uh, you have your more ideological conservatives, more you know, traditional conservatives, you have your, your, sort of your, your, your MAGA crowd. Uh, what, what's, uh, can you folks uh, get together uh, and unify and, and govern? 
can. And I think the challenge is what we have right now. We have the other side is controlling so much. And I mean, the Republican Party, we've never been a sheep. We're all independent thinkers. We represent a variety of districts. And really, we have a lot of good people there. You know, we haven't had good leadership for a while. I'll be honest with you. I think our party needs to think about that. And the leadership been very weak and really concentrated on wrong things and mostly just fundraising instead of delivering on issues. And somebody has to govern. And then we need to be more determined. You know, I think that is a big challenge that we have. And, you know, and it makes it hard in the tight majority. But I think every leader comes here since, you know, he's really gets against deadlines now we kind of created a situation so he is not really willing to work enough uh, with republicans to resolve some of these differences because there is not enough time because he kind of i mean mike didn't hear a difficult situation because he didn't have runway we had a, you know discussion i mean i forced speaker mccarthy last congress to do policy task forces i was the only one who wrote legislation on health care everyone else did talking points i was trying to force him to change rules do authorization before even Congress started, when we knew that we had majority. He didn't want to do it. There are a lot of things procedural that have been neglected. I mean, I have to say, it's not even Speaker McCarthy's problem. It's been neglected for decades. They now became so significant and material, you cannot solve overnight. So you need to work on this issue. Give time. That's why I was pushing fiscal commission. That next, that's still an increase. We have some, you know, thoughtful solution how to deal with inflation and debt that crushing our economy and we'll have a lot of fun going, going bankrupt and really going to hurt people that rely on them. This has become a very serious situation, but we have a very short runway. So I'm trying to say, let's not govern by crises. Let's try to be proactive, sit down and have an adult conversation. It's not easy to develop good policy, think through that, bad them, get in front of American people, you know, look at the ideas, because a lot of ideas come not from Washington, D.C., from the ground. So in a lot of these big issues that are affecting the country, we need some time. But no one, everyone is busy politics and fundraising, campaigning, and no one is really, you know, wanted to sit down. So that's why I tried to force some of these issues. So I have to say, I mean, so some of these issues that Kevin didn't deal, he inherited, but he had more time. Now Mike is really up, you know, to the, you know, the kind of uh, a lot of deadlines. And the other side, I have to tell you, they've been brilliant. They've been taking over control with money, with power, tyranny, intimidation for a while. So they have a machine. So we have to figure out how we can do better. This is internal conversations, you know, we need to have. But I hope American people are waking up now and understanding what's happening in Washington, D.C., and they will give a chance some new leaders, you know, to come on board and have, uh, you know, better governing next uh, Congress. And I hope if we have as the Republicans control you know, and I will work if I have an honor to represent the district very hard to make sure that my Republicans, if we have an honor to represent the people and executive and legislative branch will actually deliver and not be talking heads. And I think we can get it done. All right. Well, our guest on the program today has been uh, Indiana Congresswoman Victoria Sparks announcing she's getting back in the race as well as going to speak on all the issues that have been going on in Washington, D.C. So, Congresswoman, as always, thank you very much. You're, you're a braver person than I am. <laughs> Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. You know, the rest of my more people that sacrificed way more than we did for this republic. So we cannot let it fail. Thank you. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.